0: Oh, goodness, this week is never going to end. <laughs> I'm like, is it still March? Where am I? I don't know where I am in the lineup anymore.
1: <laughs> it feels like it's still March. Like if nothing else, it fucking snowed here yesterday.
0: I like, know. <laughs> Full on flurry. You know, what's funny? Y- I didn't see any snow. I didn't get not one flurry. It got like cloudy for two and a half seconds. And then the sun was like Kristen Wig and fucking uh, uh, bridesmaids. It was like. Love. I was like, no, fuck <laughs> you. I was like, if one thing would make me happy, it's that I can like have it flurry outside and turn on my my electric fireplace. <laughs> well, it was certainly. What did you do in the snow?
1: Enough. I did nothing. I I sat in my house and thought about maybe it being the end times.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fucking snow good. isn't that unusual in May. It's pretty damn unusual. It's unusual, but it's not unheard of.
1: No, it's not completely unheard of, but like considering the environment around the snow, it was a well, little bit. Well, that's true. Like... We
0: are we are in the midst of the apocalypse,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like the world's most boring apocalypse.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Well, hello kids and welcome to another <laughs> apopaloptic episode, mini <mini-sode>, sewed <laughs> micro of my spooky gay family. We are very happy to be back. It has been quite a week and we're actually recording this on, uh, on a holiday. Yes, it's Mother's um, Day. It is Mother's Day. <laughs> Did you call your mother-in-law today? I have not called my
1: mother-in-law today. I don't think my wife has called my mother-in-law yet today, so I figured it would be kind of awkward if I was You're the like, first one.
0: <laughs> you're like i'm off the hook as long as as long as sarah hasn't called her mother either because <laughs> no, at some point
1: she'll call her and i'll pop in for a second to say hi and then then we're
0: good like I think that's fine. David screwed me over. Oh no. He was like, <laughs> he, I woke up around like like noon, 1230-ish. And I walk outside and uh I talked to him and I was like, hey, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, just working on stuff. Because we're producing something right now that I can't talk about. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know what oh, well, this we won't be announcing it by the time this mini comes out. But um we I can probably talk about it in the main episode. So listen okay. Thursday, we've got something really cool to talk about. Um David was working on stuff for that. And I was like, I was like, oh, have you been working on that all morning? He's like, well, that. And I made my Mother's Day calls. I called my mom and I was like, you called your mom. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, now I, I was like, I didn't get to say hello to her. And so I I had to text her separately. Um, but what's funny is uh <laughs> I almost sent something really stupid because I like to use very specific emojis. It's like the red heart emoji, the l- crying, laughing emoji, and, like, a bunch of ones that are about, like, killing things and being evil. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, uh, I was texting her, and I, I just said, like, Happy Mother's Day, love you, and then went to put, like, heart, 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 heart. Yeah. But I put heart, heart, laughy, smiley, knife. <laughs> <And then laughs> <laughs> Almost sent it, and I was like, Oh, I should probably not send this next oh, no. message. <laughs> Although it is oddly appropriate for my spooky gay family.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is. I haven't called Nanny yet either.
0: <clears throat> I texted her, um, and I texted her yesterday, and she actually wrote back to me. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because apparently, <laughs> our father hates me now. <laughs> yesterday, I decided he I hate have. You. He hates me. I love him and he hates me. <laughs> I, <laughs> yesterday I decided that I was going to try making uh tomato sauce from scratch for the first time ever in my life. And I like went and found a video of an old Italian lady on YouTube making uh red sauce. And I was like, okay, this is the one, this is, I'm going to do it. This is the way. And by the way, super easy. <laughs> Did not occur to me how fucking simple uh, tomato sauce was. Yeah. And uh, so I like cut up all this fresh garlic and fresh basil and I put all these spices in it and it's like simmering on the stove. And I'm fucking proud of myself. I am like, you did this. You are, a, you are a top notch woman. And then I text, I take a picture of it and I text dad cause dad's all, you know, paisan, you know, whatever. And, I text him and I'm like, you would be so proud of me. I'm spending my afternoon making sauce. And uh, then literally a minute later, I get the red receipt and nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Dad left me on red.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently he was painting yesterday.
0: Oh, please. Well, he took out the phone long enough to read the message. He could have left it out long enough to say, looks good. Love you.
1: I'm telling you, it's because you put basil in it. You put something yeah, Dad's green not in a there. a
0: greens. He does not like greens. He's the opposite of the witch from Into the Woods. I don't understand <laughs> our father. I love greens. I I love greens. And especially when they, like, are supplemented by something that's really terrible for you. So, like, <laughs> pasta sauce filled with, like oil and garbage and salt and then like a little bit of basil like beautiful <laughs> now it's healthy now now I now I won't die
1: i mean there's certainly enough garlic in there to keep you preserved for a while
0: oh i put a lot of garlic in it and i also put a lot of red pepper in it, which is funny because growing up, Nanny, as, as you know, has never been a big fan of, uh, spices. Like she was, she was, she was always a good cook, but she didn't, um, she didn't like spicy food because grandpa Carl didn't like spicy food. Um, so Nanny has never put a ton of spices in her sauce. It was always very like straightforward, delicious Italian grandma sauce. Um, So I tried throwing more like spices in there to kind of like zhuzh it up a bit. And I threw some red pepper in there and it gave it like a nice kick. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm on the Beyonce diet. I'm just going to eat spicy tomato sauce until I'm a size 28 waist.
1: I actually like to put paprika (laughs) in my tomato sauce. Yeah. Like it gives it kind of like a little bit
0: of a smoky taste that I really enjoy. Mm. I love smoked paprika, but I've never done it in like a red sauce. I couldn't even imagine what it would taste if like. If you do
1: it with like plum tomatoes, which are a little sweeter, it gives it kind mm. of like a sweet, smoky taste to it. It's, it's tasty. Well, it's nice.
0: To be fair, I also, and I know that there are going to be a lot of people who disagree with this. I don't like tomato sauce that's very um, uh, acidic. So I throw a little sugar in my tomato sauce.
1: See, I disagree but with you on that one. I, you l- you I, like it I to be a, more sweet. I am a no sugar,
0: no sugar sauce girl. I just, I don't like tomatoes. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the taste of raw tomatoes, but I like them when they're cooked. But sometimes even when you cook them down, they retain that like acidic taste that I don't like about tomatoes. So I throw, I, I mean, I I don't do like scoops, but I, I do throw a little bit of sugar in my tomato sauce.
1: That's fair. I mean, it's it's everybody does their <clears throat> own thing. I just... I don't know. I I'm like heavy on the garlic, heavy on the basil, like a little bit of paprika. And like, that's kind of it. Like, I don't go crazy with it, but yeah, no, definitely no sugar.
0: I do basil and yesterday I did fresh basil and it was uh what what did it say on the um the the bag it was like uh it was like hydroponically grown or some shit like that oh, I was like mm-hmm, you got okay. fancy basil but let me tell you why I got that basil it's because I, I searched and and I did everything I could to find fresh basil in my shop right and they did not have any just like regular fresh basil anywhere. I couldn't find it anywhere. And so I had just given up. I was like, I'm going to have to use the like McCormick's basil. <laughs> and then uh, I finally found fresh basil, but it was like the hydroponic basil or, or some, I don't know. But it was good. It tasted delicious.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's still just basil. It's just, yeah, it's just grown in water instead of dirt. Well, but what's weird is it had dirt on it. Well, yeah, no, there has to be a little bit of soil for the roots, but it's not. My, my understanding of what hydroponic means is that it's mostly water.
0: I, I could be 100% no wrong
1: on that. I could be totally talking out of my ass.
0: I, when I think of hydroponics, I think of weed because I've always heard it as a reference <laughs> to weed. But I have no idea what hydroponic means or how it became associated. Maybe with that's why marijuana. your sauce tasted so good. It was delicious. I could have eaten the whole thing in one sitting.
1: I love how every single mini is just about food.
0: You like, know, <laughs> at the end of the day, isn't everything just it's like about Like my food? Spooky
1: Gay cooking show once a week. My
0: Spooky We should do that. <laughs> we should just do a my Spooky Gay cooking show once a week. We just go live and we cook something in the kitchen and we we talk shit about our family. <laughs> <laughs> um Yes, so I spent the day yesterday making sauce, and the the root of the reason I, I brought this up is that I texted the photo to Nanny and said the exact same thing, and she responded, and we had a very sweet conversation. So thank you, Nanny, and happy Mother's Day for <laughs> responding to my text messages. Yes, happy
1: Mother's Day for not leaving us unread.
0: I, yeah, thank you. And <laughs> I, I'm sure Dad doesn't realize well, I'm not going to suggest it. <laughs> I like I like knowing when he's read my things. <laughs> um, so that said, we don't really have a specific thing to talk about today. We just decided this was going to be an easy breezy, beautiful mini minisode. I do have a listener story, though. I think we should we should hear it. I, I'm I'm kind of excited because I skimmed it. I usually try not to read the stories in advance, um, because I like to be as surprised as anyone. I like surprises. So (laughs) I decided that I was going to, I like to try and skim them just to have an idea of where things are going. And, you know, I'm as guilty as anyone of this, but every once in a while, they'll have like a weird typo or an autocorrect that like throws off the whole sentence. So I like to have an idea of what is being said so I can (laughs) anticipate it while I'm reading it. Um, so this story was sent in actually a little while ago from Melissa Jacobs, and she is uh, a friend of mine. She used to come to <laughs> Drag Queen Karaoke when I hosted it at the Asbury Hotel in Asbury Park. And um, Melissa sent me this story, and I'm going to read it for you all. And uh, it is a bit spooky. It's, it's, it's spooky, kooky, ooky, dooky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm excited. <clears throat> it's all about it's about ghostly poops. Um all right, here we go. I also grew up in a house that had spirits and oh she said this was part of a, a longer conversation. Uh I have so many spooky stories I'm trying to pick the best one for the podcast and I said I can't wait to hear and that's true I couldn't wait to hear. Um and she said, "I also grew up in a house that had spirits in them. Plus, my aunt's house had several spirits in it, which, by the way, is a very interesting thing to say because it's like yeah, she's picturing it.
1: like malt liquor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I was picturing that like every Sunday they all have family dinner with the ghosts in her aunt's house. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how do you know? There's so many. I was, I, I, I had so many questions based on, on." Uh, that sentence alone Because I was like I was like How did you know There were so many Did you talk to them What are their names What are their Favorite colors What are their likes And dislikes I was like I had <laughs> so many Follow up questions I for, need their for full this.
1: Tinder profile In order for I this. know I want a
0: birth certificate Bitch let's go Here we go uh, She said I guess the scariest One is To this day I refuse to go Into the basement Alone Sometimes down there Hates me <laughs> Which is a very interesting way of starting the story. I was like, my God, the basement hates you. But I, to be fair, also had that experience as a as a young person. Mom's basement did not like me. <clears throat> not one bit. <laughs> um, the house is over 100 years old in Nutley, New Jersey, which, by the way, is my fucking dream home. Uh, I always got a creepy feeling down there. The one and only time I was down the basement alone, a door slowly opened and then the mirror of the medicine cabinet opened slowly. Then I distinctly remember seeing. Oh, yeah, I know. I read that and I was like, ooh. (laughs) Uh, She said, then I distinctly remember seeing an evil red face. I noped out of the basement so fast, (laughs) as would I. Yeah. The most recent one, I was sleeping over a friend's house. So wait, hold on. It's just an evil red face? Uh, appa- I guess. I don't know. I don't know. There isn't a lot of context, I so need it's hard more, I to need say. I need more detail on that. I know. <laughs> I want more details about this red face. I want to know what it looked like. like. Was it close was,
1: to Like, was it in the medicine cabinet? Like, where was this red face?
0: I know. We need a lot more details, Melissa. Was the Was the face in the mirror? Was it just like... peripheral, how did you see this face? What did it look like? Did it offer you anything? Did it give you any words of wisdom? We'd like to know. (laughs) She said, the most recent one, I was sleeping over a friend's house. In my dream, there was an old Italian lady. (laughs) She kept saying something about purple flowers. And I'm like, I'm like, Nanny, stop astral projecting. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it, Nanny. Uh, she kept saying something about purple flowers. It was super annoying. Oh, sorry, Nanny. You're not annoying. Uh, and she was so instant. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) I didn't know that part was coming. It's not my fault. Um, it was super annoying. And she was so insistent in my dream. I had to ask my friend, okay, what's the thing about purple flowers? Her grandmother's name is a form of violet. And I fully described what her grandmother, uh, what her grandmother looked like before ever have, having seen a picture of her. My childhood house had shadow people mostly. This is, it bounces around a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of different I was going to say, spirits. there's a lot
1: going on right now.
0: <laughs> I know, right? We went from grandma to shadow spirits, All of it horrifying. Why. I know, I'm, I'm riveted. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Uh, sh- my childhood house had shadow people mostly, and I was like the sixth, sense kid i was too i was too scared so i closed it off but just like patrick swayze and ghost they're insistent motherfuckers (laughs) uh and if i turn it on i'm a fucking lighthouse to spirits like Whoopi in ghost
1: (laughs) i can't tell you how much i'm enjoying the tone of this
0: I know it's I'm I'm really enjoying. I'm like, I love that. She's like a little whoopee. <laughs> she, I'm, I'm going to start calling her my little whoopee cushion. Um, fun little history. One time I went to the paranormal bookstore in Asbury Park. Shout out to Kathy Kelly. Love yes. you, Kathy Kelly. Um, I was looking around. I wanted to look in the back room, but I got a strong ass feeling if you have to ask that you have to ask first. I couldn't bring myself to step any closer. I asked, then was able to look around. I looked at the spot that gave me that feeling and asked. Apparently it was exactly above where the oh the Ouija boards are kept. Uh I say all the time, if I refuse to touch something or go first into a room, there is a reason why. I just don't always know the why, lol. <laughs> <laughs> Which is spooky. And you know what? A, a good bit of witchcraft. It's always good to ask. And um, intuition is
1: important. Please follow intuition your intuition. Intuition is
0: important. Yeah, there's there's kind of a, a few elements of witchcraft happening here. One is that typically if you're asking, if if they're, you're doing something that would require permission from a person who was standing in front of you, you should ask that permission. Um And the second is not all spirits are worth communicating with. (laughs) (laughs) Nor
1: is it advisable to find
0: out all the time. Yeah, usually uh, my advice is keep your keep your engagements with the spiritual limited to uh, a necessity.
1: (laughs) And if you happen to be in the paranormal bookstore, you know, ask the person who's working there, you know, talk to Kathy. She's lovely.
0: Yeah and there are a lot of really wonderful people who work at uh, Paranormal Books and Curiosities in Asbury Park, New Jersey on Cookman Avenue. And uh <laughs> Kathy <laughs> Kelly is the the owner and one of the most wonderful people. You may remember her from our uh our our previous episode about uh uh, uh Paranormal Books and Curiosities and also the Krampus. (laughs) I just, it was Krampus. That was the word I was looking for, but (laughs) it wouldn't come out of my mouth. The Krampus Walk in Asbury Park, which Kathy uh, has started years ago. Um, Kathy is really wonderful. So you should all look her up and follow Paranormal Books and Curiosities on Instagram. I believe that their Instagram is called Paranormal Tower. And that's because the shape of the building that they're in is very (laughs) tower-like. It is. And it's really cool. It's just an amazing place. They have so many cool artifacts and uh, museum pieces. And she's, Kathy Kelly is like a walking encyclopedia. I told her, she, I was like, the Dos Equis guy has nothing on her. She is the most interesting person (laughs) in the world. (laughs) Kathy Kelly is the coolest person. And she's so kind and sweet. I don't have enough nice things to say about Kathy Kelly. I love her to death. Um, Is there more? No, that's it. That's it from Melissa. So Melissa, uh, thank you so much for sending in your story. We do love getting stories from you guys. I can't tell you how much uh, we love it. So please, 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 if you have one and you are one, if you're on the fence and you're like, I don't know if I should share it, send it in and you can request if it's something you don't want to share publicly, you can request that we not share your name. Uh, We're happy to do that, but we love getting your story. I love hearing people's ghost stories. It's like my favorite thing.
1: (laughs) It's also, it's a wonderful icebreaker at parties.
0: It is, a, <laughs> it is a great icebreaker Especially when you don't know people. This should
1: be the first thing you tell them every time. I know,
0: and it, it's especially nice because it weeds out the people. You're like, okay, it's a good thing I said this now because the people who don't believe in ghosts will walk away. And then, I like, at least I didn't waste my time getting to know someone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I reveal that I, I believe in ghosts, and they're like, uh, okay, I have to go. I'm like, let's just get the weird shit off the bat, off the table right at the bat that's how i Um, lead off
1: every party interaction is like ghosts and serial killers like if you can hang with me on those two
0: topics like we're gonna be fine oh absolutely and true crime if there's a new true crime documentary out and you don't if you haven't at least heard about it we're probably not going to have a lot to talk about (laughs) (laughs) did you watch that ted bundy one the the not the ted bundy tapes uh, the one was the, the new one, the one with the survivors. Oh no, no, no! I, no, ha- it's no, I haven't seen the new one yet. I really want to watch it because a uh, uh, Julie, who is a very dedicated uh, my spooky gay fam listener, it, it loved it. She said it was excellent and uh, a really interesting and important watch because it's like you hear so much about Ted Bundy and you hardly ever hear the stories of of the women that he victimized. And so it's nice to kind of get that perspective, I think.
1: No, and I mean, we talked about this a little bit on the true crime episode, too, is just that that re-centering the conversation around particularly people who survived encounters like this, I find to be really affirming.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because because A, they survived it and B, they have continued to at least to some extent flourish and find happiness in most cases <laughs> yes so, and are
1: far more interesting than the douchebag who tried to kill them
0: yeah because usually he it's just that he's a fucking douchebag <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what other what other answer is there but, yeah i find that that's a really interesting part of kind of the serial killer um pop culture thing that we're all a part of it's like Yeah, we're all kind of intrigued by what they did, but I I kind of lose touch with people when they, in a strange way, start to like idolize them or or kind of have affection for them. And I'm like, I don't I don't have that. I don't have affection for these people. They're fucking monsters and terrible people. Yeah, no, listen, Um, like
1: we can all be fascinated, but there, there there comes a point where you just go, oh, right. This person was a total sack of shit
0: yeah exactly and i think i think a lot of it comes from the fact that people it's easy when you're watching this because you're like watching it on tv it feels like a story it feels like this like distant thing or because it's not something you actually experienced it feels like a like a statistic or a, you know what i mean like it has a very impersonal you feel detached from it yeah Yeah, you feel there's a certain amount of detachment and so it's easier to kind of uh, get swept up in the the fantasy of it. And I think people forget that these are like real stories and brutal, awful things that happen to real people. And I think it's important every once in a while to kind of put your feet back on the ground and realize that that these people are fucking terrible. The serial killers, I mean not the You wanna talk about food again?
1: Yeah, I'm fine with
0: listen, (laughs) uh, I'm I'm down for a little uh Edgeen. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I
1: walked right into that one.
0: You did. How did you set me up so perfectly? I didn't even know I was doing it.
1: I was sitting here going like, I need something. I, I need something lighter for the last, like, what, five minutes we have here.
0: <laughs> I lured you like a spider <laughs> to my web. Um, yes, I do. I I do love food there is clearly although i have to tell you i'm in a bit of a pickle at the moment because i'm down to my last box of tagalongs and i don't know what i'm going to do oh no i don't i honestly don't know what i'm, I'm like i might have to put in another order <laughs> are they still accepting orders is that a thing yes
1: oh my god yes do they do it go is it like year round
0: i hope so i oh mean what 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 how supply and demand much? scarcity
1: it's part of the, the business. Fucking,
0: I know, but no, 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 no. <laughs> I like, I like, <laughs> I like the idea of them being round year-round because, like, if I'm gonna die in the midst of a fiery apocalypse, it better be with year-round Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a low That's kind bar. Of where I am, and all, but this. we
1: want. It's a low bar, but I'm, if I'm gonna die, I want a box of Thin Mints in my hand.
0: Exactly. I want, I, although I finished the Thin Mints first. They were actually the first cookies I finished. And most people would be like, obviously, because they are the best. But the answer is really because the Tagalongs were the best and I saved them for the end. <laughs> I've always been like that. Mimi used to tease me uh, because I always, I am I like to save my favorite thing on the plate for last. So I'll eat cake, but I'll eat all of the cake out of the icing and then i'll eat the icing last because it's my favorite part it's very i know i'm a strange person see i used to do that though so i can't really like fault you for it you don't do it anymore
1: no i think as i've gotten older i have come to appreciate the way that the the cake and the frosting tastes together
0: i mean there are times when like i'll go for it but generally speaking i have such a sweet tooth like there are people who will say like Oh, that's too rich. Oh, that's too sweet. And I'm like, there is no such fucking thing for me. I've never met something and been like, this could be a little less sweet. I love sweets. And uh, it doesn't help that I'm a type one diabetic. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could say that I wasn't, but I am. All right, kids. I think that's about as far as we can go with this mini-sode. Please remember, no matter how silly you think your story is, we'd love to hear it. Send them in to uh, spookygayfam at gmail.com, or you can send them to us on Facebook. We have our page back. Yes. It is called My Spooky Gay Family Again. We are back in business. <clears throat> uh, what does she say? Mr. Hammond, I think we're back in business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Laura Dern. Uh we are back in business. so Send us your stories to uh my at gmail.com. Send them to my spooky gay family on Facebook. Send them on Twitter, my sp- uh spooky, gay fam spooky on, gay Twitter. Fam on Twitter. Spooky yeah. gay fam on Twitter. My spooky gay family on Instagram. Uh we love 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 to hear them no matter what they are and uh We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We do have a main episode coming out on Thursday with a very special announcement from yours truly. So stay tuned and until uh, Thursday, stay spoopy and remember.
1: I'm going to try to flip this thing over now, which is a rather daring thing to do. When you flip anything, you've just got to have the courage of your convictions Especially if it's a loose sort of mass, like oh, that didn't go very well. But you see, when I flipped it, I didn't have the courage. I needed to the way I should have. But you can always put it together. And you're alone in the kitchen. Who's to see?
0: My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Julie and Julia, distributed by Columbia Pictures 2009. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Barbara.